Welcome to the Lost Tapes of History podcast. You're about to eavesdrop on the first 10 minutes of a private conversation between a Tudor personality and, frankly, someone just trying to do their job. The date is August 1598 and Queen Elizabeth is on the throne. Philip is in Spain, where he's been for the last 40 years. He thinks he needs a holiday to get away from it all. Sorry that took so long. Not at all. Someone wanted a flight to Narnia and I had to tell them it wasn't a real place. (laughs) How can I help? I want to get away from it all. Great stuff. A nice trip abroad. I've been in España for too long. Well, you've come to the right place. Unless, of course, you want to visit Narnia. I have a very stressful job. Oh, really? What's that? King of España. King of Portugal. Well, that's a... (laughs) King of Naples, Sicily and Sardinia. King of Chile. Crikey, that must keep you busy. My empire covers four continents and about 50 million people. Right, so money's no object, I'm guessing. Correct. Money is no object. Even though, technically, it is an object, you see. (laughs) Yes, it is, yes, it is. So, uh, well, perhaps you could just do like a world tour of your dominions, see how things are going. Well... That would take you, like, at least a year, I'd have thought. Oh, nearer two. And you'd probably already know the language. My mother and my first wife were Portuguese. And I have a working knowledge of French. Anything else? A basic English and German. Spanish is really the only language I am fluent in. That gives us lots of options. There are lots of Spanish-speaking countries. Let me run through them. But... Uh, Argentina, Bolivia, Chile. Oh, that's one of yours. Uh, Colombia, Costa Rica, Cuba, Dominican Republic, Ecuador. Alphabetical order, I see. (laughs) El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Mexico, Nicaragua, Panama, Paraguay, Peru, Uruguay, Venezuela... Actually, I already own most of these, and they're already Catholic. Well, isn't that a good thing? I want to combine a holiday with a mission to convert people to Catholicism. Catholicism? I therefore can't go anywhere that I already own as part of my empire, or that's already Catholic. Um... So avoid the Spanish Empire and the Portuguese Empire. I... Don't know which countries are in the Portuguese Empire. Uh, Is that just the ones that speak Portuguese? No, most of the big explorers were Portuguese. Were they? Vasco da Gama, Fernando Magallan, Cristoforo Columbus. I thought he was Italian. He lived in Portugal for a long time, so I always count him. As well as the merchants, of course. So they just... Landed somewhere and claimed it for Portugal. See, the same with the Spanish explorers and merchants. Okay. Um, which countries do I need to avoid then? Canada, 
Canada? Sì, di Portoghese fa Labrador a Newfoundland. Crikey. Brasil, obviously. The Azores, Madeira, the Canary Highlands, and Capo Verde. Oh, shame. Those last four are cracking holiday destinations. In Africa, Morocco, Ghana, Namibia, Mozambique, Madagascar, Mauritius, Tanzania, Kenya, Somalia, and Ethiopia. Most of Africa with a coast, then. They say there it's not rocket science, or both science, in this case. Carry on. In the Middle East, Oman, Bahrain. To be honest, I'd avoid Muslim countries. Uh, why's that? I fought the Turks and the Ottoman Empire once, and I have no desire to do that again. Fair enough. Um, what about Asia? India, Sri Lanka, and the Maldives. Japan, China, Myanmar, and Thailand. Malaysia, Indonesia, Papua, New Guinea. I mean, that doesn't leave me a lot to play with. <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah, I need to get my map out to see what's left. The Philippines? Owned by the Spanish Empire. Dang! <laughs> also, it was named after me. Holy moly. What I need are Protestant destinations. Australia? New Zealand? How big are they? How big? I want to pretend I'm on holiday and then convert as many as I can while I'm there. Uh... Which countries have the largest Protestant populations? Oh, this is like geography class. Uh, the United States? Already been. The Spanish found Florida. Ugh. Or we call the country Nuevo España. Imaginative. Nigeria. Portuguese already went there. It started the slave trade. Uh. I don't think I'd be very welcome there. <laughs> yeah, no, probably not. Uh, China. Portuguese again. God, they got about, didn't they? Barbosa, the explorer, used the word China to describe the country in his journal, and that's why we call it that. Brazil? Ugh, oh, you already have that one. Um, South Africa? Portuguese again. The the explorer led the first European voyage to land there. Makes you wonder what's so great about Portugal. What do you mean? Well, everyone's leaving it to go somewhere else. What? I'm just saying, why are all the explorers Portuguese? It's all coast. Most people aren't that far from the ocean when they live in Portugal. Really? Even at its widest, it would be less than 200 miles to get to the water. I bet you've got some lovely beaches. Yeah, look, I'm not here to sell Portugal as holiday destination. Spain's next door and that's better. Sorry, yes. Now, where were we? Germany. Already been. My father sent me on a grand tour when I was young. Hmm, gap year? All the imperial capitals. It was nice. But too much beer for me. Um, what about the other Protestant countries in Europe? The Netherlands, for example. I already ruled the Netherlands, but they revolted. Not flagging that dead or gracias. France. My third wife, Elisabeth, was French. She was the daughter of the king. I'd expect nothing less. He died in the juice that celebrated our wedding. Oh, that was sad. 
ruin the animal. Oh, dear. They are already Catholics in France. I'm looking for something from a scratch. Austria? My fourth wife, Anna, is Austrian. She's my cousin. Well, she could go with you? I have no wish to go there, based on her descriptions of it. Well, if you like coffee and you like cake, it's a must. I have coffee and cake in España. Fair enough. Uh, oh, now what about good old England? Oh, my second wife, Mary, was queen of England. Oh, you've been then. I was king of England for four years. She was my aunt. You married your aunt? And your latest wife is your cousin? That's right. Have you ever thought that not marrying family members might be better? I was 27. She was 37. It was my duty. Yeah, I'm not sure the age gap makes it less icky. I had to promise, followed, not to appoint a Spanish a subject to office. Not a huge problem, I'd have thought. Not to take jewels or treasure out of the country, and not to remove Mary or any children we might have either. Did you like England? When I first arrived, I had only intended to stay for a short time, perhaps a couple of weeks. No, you'll never see it all in a couple of weeks. I thought I'd stay just long enough to consummate the marriage, but I found I liked it. London is something else, isn't it? London, for me, represents administration and the work of government. Oh, dear. Well, no, no, it's a good thing. It's what I am passionate about. Oh, I see. I attended hardly regular council meetings, usually two days a week. That's not bad. They were often long and tedious, but I was used to it. Yeah, I'm like that with classical music. I could listen for four or five hours at a time. Gave me good understanding of English. Oh, enough to reply. Oh, no, I still responded in Spanish or Latin, even to my wife. Mary. She didn't know Spanish, so she spoke to me in French. Not that I was great at French either. Actually, that sounds quite romantic. She was my aunt, and it was my job. Uh, yes, I forgot. I was quite good at it, actually. Were you? I put all the leading lords and government officials on my personal payroll with cash gifts and annual pensions. <laughs> that would bring me around. I also paid Mary's most pressing debts, which pleased the lenders, and put the kingdom on a more stable financial footing. Well, if you've got the cash. Plus, because Mary was Catholic, the English church was once more in communion with Rome. Oh, yes, I had forgotten that. Well, I hadn't. Neither had the Pope. So you had like a proper role there then. You know, you weren't just a consort. Even without a coronation ceremony, I was recognized as the facto ruler of the country. Alongside all the other countries. That hadn't happened yet. I still had time on my hands at that point. Oh, I see. Anyway, then the Roman Emperor wrote and said that I was needed in the Netherlands. What? There was no reason for me to stay. What about Mary? If Mary had been pregnant or there was any sign that she was actually fertile, I would have stayed. Hmm. Well, I was starting to believe 
that I could wait years and nothing would happen. Slightly harsh. And I had empires to run. I didn't really have a choice. So I went to Brussels. Don't suppose you want to go there again. Really nice chocolate. No, but at the time, I said I couldn't leave until peace with France was assured. So you stayed? I continued to advise Mary at the Privy Council from there and promised to return when I could. Well, being in a different country is going to make conception slightly harder, if not impossible. I had a French mistress at that point, so it's not like both of us were fairly bit. Yeah, that, that wasn't what I was sort of... Anyway, I got word from Wanda that Mary was very ill. But I'd heard it all before, so I just sent some letters back. Letters? Hmm, I think a lot of people thought I should have gone back. She died, didn't she? Yes, and with her death, I was no longer king of England, which was a shame. Oh, dear. But then my father died also. And so I had inherited the Spanish Empire to look after. Yeah, distract yourself with work. I can see that. I say it again, she was my aunt, and it was a job. I wasn't exactly mourning my loss. Yeah, sorry. I did think about marrying her sister Elizabeth, who became the next queen, but it would never have worked. Why not? Well, she wasn't Catholic, so for my subjects, it would have caused a scandal. I mean, I think they would have coped. It would also mean a perpetual war with France. Yeah, I think England has pretty much decided it will be at war with France forever, anyway. Also, can you imagine the cost of living and working in England, as well as running things at home in Spain? So you're not eager to go back, then? <laughs> not after I sent the entire Spanish Armada fleet after her, no. <laughs> well, based on this, it looks like you're going to the Democratic Republic of the Congo for your next holiday. Can I sail there? No, it's landlocked. Uh, no, I'm wrong. There's one port on the western side of Africa you could sail into. Where's that? The Port of Banana. Oh, I like bananas. Sign me up! Only a slight problem, perhaps. What's that? How old are you now? Seventy. Have you tried getting travel insurance at your age? Next time, it's William Shakespeare and the censor. You try shutting him up. The Lost Text of History podcast is a Synth 79 production. If you've enjoyed it, please leave us a review and subscribe to get more episodes. To fact check what you've heard on this person, visit our website, losttextofhistory.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at Synth79P and use the hashtag Lost Text of History. 